come on, yeah, come on, it's like that, it's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is... The lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. We are starting a new series this week, Walking in Confidence. In this week's episode, we will be discussing the basis for confidence according to God's Word. Uh-oh! Uh-oh! We're back live in PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guessed it, we're starting a brand new series, and I'm excited about it. That is one of the many things I believe Christians lack is confidence in their belief, in their word, in their study, and what they know about their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So let's dive right right down into this thing about confidence. The world and the biblical meaning of confidence. The feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something, firm trust. Think about that. You can rely on it and you can believe in it, on someone or something. Yes, let's go. The biblical meaning we can find in Psalm 118 and 8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. I have confidence that this is the perfect scripture to kick off this new series and start this lesson. You see what I did. Yep, I used the topic. If our confidence is not to be in man, we can translate that to mean man can't be trusted. If we can't trust man, who does that leave us to trust and depend on? Matthew eleven twenty eight says this, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Give me a second to explain this. We come to people that we trust. Think about that. When someone calls you that you're not sure of or you don't know, you're a little hesitant, you're not confident in approaching that person because you don't know them. But we are very confident in people that we know and trust. So Jesus opens this scripture with, trust me. Yeah, I translated that. He then acknowledges your effort and situation. He says, all who labor and are heavy laden. Jesus knows when you're being serious about the work and labor you're doing for the good of God's kingdom. Yes, it can be laborious at times. It it can be tiring, but that labor is needed. And that's why he used the word heavy laden. Or you'll find in other translations, it's weary. Basically get frustrated and tired. Let's pause and think for a second. Jesus wants you to come so that you can trade in your frustration and stress for something better. What could be better? Confidence that you've done a great job carrying God's torch. Now it's time for you to experience some rest after working so hard for God. Yes, God will give you rest at times. I want you to accept Jesus' open hand to make your witnessing easier. Yes, when you witness for Christ, let him come along For the ride, he can make it real easy for you. That's what he said. All who are heavy laden, come to me, I will give you rest. Take Jesus with you. By having confidence that he can complete the work that you started. See, it takes you and Jesus to fill up God's kingdom. We are the vessels. Let's look at this in 1 John 5, 14. Yes, you may have heard the scripture in our last series. This is the confidence that we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. The key to confidence is knowing and having an assurance that God is not a man that that he should lie. Okay? You've heard that verse before. He is able to do just what he has promised. Don't ever confuse that. 
There is no reason to approach God in a timid and scared fashion. When we do, it signals to God that our faith is not supported by confidence. This makes us look fake and phony before God. Yep, <laughs> yeah, you could be fake and phony, and don't try to dis- disclaim it. God can see through this. He can see through us, and He can see in us. Yeah, more importantly, God can see in us. God searches the heart for the truth when He wants to know something about us. You can hide a lot of things by the way you look from people, but you can't hide nothing from God because He searches the heart. God said, lift your head, poke out your chest, put one foot after the other, and come to Him. Like there is no doubt that you know who the true, wise, and living God is. See, there's no question about who that is, so why do you come to Him in a timid fashion? You can confidently approach God. God loves it when we are in harmony with Him. God can use us best for the furtherance of His kingdom when we walk in His love and confidence. Keyword, in His love and confidence. People who lack confidence can't be heard by God for two reasons. Number one, they don't speak loudly or boldly as if they believe that God is God, okay? Just think about it natural. When we're not sure of things, we kind of whisper, we kind of say it real low when we're not confident. But when we, when we think we know the answer, we, we'll shout it out boldly. And number two, Jesus made it clear if you are ashamed of him or lack confidence in him by denying his existence in front of men, he will deny you. See, when we act like we're not Christians around other people, oh, Jesus gets real funny about that. Oh, so you want to act like you don't know me? Yeah, you've said that before to people that you know. So let's commit to living with confidence in Christ as we go to this short break. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to pick up right where we left off. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio. After that short break, we're going to pick up right where we left off talking about the basis of confidence. So let's look at some practical ways that we can understand the basis of confidence. Many of you are not short on confidence when it comes to oneself. This is perfectly fine just as long as it's not misplaced by shifting your confidence from God. Yes, you can believe in yourself. You can be confident in all that you do. But rest assured that you need God in all that you do. So let's look at how we can do this, okay? Number one, believe confidence is found in God. God is not fickle or confused in the words he carefully chose to have written in the Bible for us to read and follow. He says in Malachi 3.10, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, you can be confident, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pull you out so much blessing that there won't be room for you to store it. That's God's confidence. He is confident in his word and what he's told us. He is not gassing himself up. He is the real deal. Number two, identify your confidence killers. This is easy. If certain people can't support you for who you are, get rid of them. If people can't support you because the way you look, get rid of them. If people can't support you with the size of your bank account, get rid of them. If people are telling you there is no God in heaven, Witness to them about God's goodness and then get rid of them. He says in Psalm 139 and 14, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful and I know that full well. This is David talking. You can too show the confidence of David because he says when he knows full well that he is fully confident in what he is saying. Number three, pray with unashamed honesty. Pray like God has answered your prayers before. Pray like you know your answer to your prayer is on its way. Pray thanking God for all the blessings past, present, and future today. He says in Matthew 21, 22, 
And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith, confidence. A prayer that lacks faith is equivalent to a prayer said without confidence. Pray with hope and confidence and God will answer it. Number four, obey God to build confidence. Wisdom fuels confidence. When we know the truth, we can live confidently. You can be very confident in God's word when he says obedience is better than sacrifice. Now, it doesn't exactly say that there's some scriptures in Samuel that kind of you can sum it up to mean obedience is better than sacrifice. I just want to get that out there. When we know we're doing wrong, we chop away at the confidence God gave us to walk boldly before men and enjoy the fruit of the land. See, he says in Isaiah 1 and 19, if you consent and obey, you will eat the best of the land. See, it ties back to Malachi. So basically, all you have to do is obey, and God will give you the best of the best. Number five, develop confidence daily. Live each day with more confidence than the day before. How is this possible? Each day we pray. Each day we read the Bible. Each day we experience God's love and blessings. Your confidence is sure to grow and mature. You must commit to doing all that I said above, one through four, and including number five to see a measurable advancement in your confidence. And I think Joshua said it best. Joshua 24 and 15 demonstrated this daily growth by declaring, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He confidently and boldly said who he will serve each day. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about Genesis 12, 1, which reads, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I asked the group, how many of you would leave your home to go to a place unknown to you, if you were of age, of course, not right now. They were shaking their heads like they wouldn't even think about going somewhere they knew nothing about. So I said, what do you think about Abram doing this? I heard bold, crazy, out of his mind. But one response stood out from the rest, and that was a true man of God. Now, that was awesome. I explained that sometimes in life, we're going to have to do things that we feel are not, that we are not equipped to do and that we're not the right person to do it. Or we may have to go to those places that we don't know about or don't feel comfortable going to. When this happens, we have to have confidence. We have to trust that God is with us and is leading us in these directions. For instance, I am a sign language interpreter. Years ago, someone recommended me for a temporary position as a sign language teacher in a high school. Well, of course, I did not have the slightest idea on how to create a teaching environment and grade students. Well, God surely was with me because I did it and aced it. Again, not me, but God prepared the way and I trusted that he would give me everything I needed for it to be a success. And it was. Doing this podcast was my husband's idea, but God gave us both what we needed for it to be a successful podcast. And we thank you, our loyal listeners, for being a part of that success. So just as Abram did, and God blessed him and all those who went with him, we too have to step out on faith and know that God is leading the way and will bless us for our obedience. And truly, that is the key, obedience. When you know that God is leading you to do something and has made provisions, yes, you may be afraid. You may say, oh, no, not me. So-and-so would be a better person for that. 
No, have confidence that God chose you because he knows you better than you know yourself. And he knows you can handle and succeed at whatever he's asked you to do. He's got you. Trust him. He'll guide you every step of the way. And before I forget, we feature some of your comments or respond to your questions on the fourth or fifth week of each month. So drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Hit us up at pntpodcast2020 at gmail.com. In summary, the importance of knowing the basis of confidence. Confidence is a lot of things, but it's not arrogant and boastful. It's the humility to know your limits by allowing and trusting God. To see and guide you through providing just what you need in every given situation and not giving us what we want that will draw us away from Him. Sometimes we may ask God for success, and He gives us physical and mental stamina. We might plead for prosperity, and we receive enlarged perspective and increased patience. Or we may even petition for growth and are blessed with the gift of grace. He bestows upon us conviction and confidence as we strive to achieve worthy goals that support the building of His kingdom. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production editing techniques since used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.